Adrian, and welcome to Bot Size Blah, <laughs> Bite Size Podcast, a show where we give you big ideas bite size. We're doing it, yay! Barely, barely. <laughs> yeah, welcome to season four. Yeah, I honestly didn't remember it was number four. Yeah, she didn't. I completely forgot season two happened. <laughs> That's all right. I uh, can't forget it's happening right now with all the stuff with the uh, PlayStation versus, versus Xbox yeah. going on right now. That's pretty Very intense. excited yeah. about that. Yeah, there'll be more goodies for that if you uh, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> Lead with that. It's patreon.com slash podcast. If you'd like all of that extra PlayStation and Xbox goodness, we will be posting some bite size nibble sods. Yeah, it's all cute. About that. It's good. Um, we're in the same room right now. Yeah, dude. First time in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Hey. So that's cool. Yeah. So how have you been? <laughs> just stare at each other. <laughs> we just look lovingly into each other's eyes. How have you been? Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, who's doing well in 2020? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm doing as well as can be. Um, you know. Not a lot is going on, which is great and exactly how I want it to be. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, We're remodeling our house. Um, Our wallpaper literally just got delivered (laughs) moments ago. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to making this house a home. (laughs) Aw, yes! Yeah, the wallpaper looks sick as fuck. Honestly, I feel like every episode we've been talking about the house remodel, you should just start, like, posting, like, the progress pics I on should. Instagram. Oh, my God. <laughs> a lot of the progress pictures will be like, look at this room. See how there's less stuff in it? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, yeah. My dog can um, got cleared for playdates, so. Yes. I've been doing puppy playdates, and that's uh, that's my life. I'm a dog mom now. Yeah. Yeah. Really, dog mom into that. Really leaning into that role. <laughs> right. I would too. Yeah. I, I definitely understand. How are your things? Um, they're good. It's good to be home. I uh, missed everybody and I missed my mom, like, especially. It's been really nice. Um, I finished up the season in the Grand Tetons, like, right as it was starting to snow out there. And, like, that's so crazy. Yeah, dude. I got out here for, like, a little bit of sunshine time, and now it's getting all fucking gross. Yeah, dude. It's been <laughs> fucking windy as shit. Uh, so I'm just like, eh, I'm going to stay inside my house and just play video games in yeah. my basement. In my mom's basement. It's not even my basement. <laughs> Your mom's basement. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm one of those now. <laughs> At least for the time being. Until yeah. the 23rd. The time beans. The time beans. Garbanzo, I would hope. Always. Yeah, dude. Good I beans. have so many cans of garbanzo right now. Dude, yeah. It's <laughs> fucking weird, actually. <laughs> you thought making, like, a fuck ton of hummus? No, I just... There? Keep roasting them and nice. eating them. <laughs> sounds delicious. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, um, if you listen to our teaser, you will know that uh, this series is going to be focusing on different forms of social media that have, uh, you know, kind of a little bit overrun our lives in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so today we're going to start off by talking about forums. Um, so obviously if you haven't seen an internet forum, which is actually totally plausible, there's people that don't know that Reddit exists, yeah. which is weird. Mm-hmm. Where you, yeah. Uh, <laughs> internet forums are online message boards where people can make and reply to postings in different categories. So this includes, um, based on like a simple, su- or a single subject, multiple interests, job postings, um, and are generally a place to share or inquire about knowledge on a variety of different topics. Um, so, this is something that's kind of like, I mean, the word comes from, like, the forums, like, back in the day. Like, right. fucking Greek people and shit. Real smarty Fucking answers. Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the idea of it has been around for a really long time, including in the print. In the good old print. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so... Newspaper ads, um, some of you might remember them being, like, a form of social media. Mm -hmm. Um, some of you might not, because you're baby children. (laughs) It's a possibility. (laughs) Ain't no shame in that. Yeah, that's born in a different year. (laughs) I'm gonna tell you about them right now. (laughs) So, they're called personal ads, um, and I got a lot of this information from timeline.com. And this website that's like just blog.newspapers.com um, and Atlas Obscura. So there's my sources. Okay. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Uh, so personal ads in the newspaper, they can be traced back to the 1700s, which fucking blew my mind because <laughs> I was like, holy shit. People knew how to write back then. No, right. People knew how to read back then. <laughs> but that's just like so long ago. Um, so it just really sets the stage for like this is people have been wanting to reach out to strangers and people far away and wanting to meet people um, for so long. Um, so it's just weird to think about because social media, as you said, it, like has overtaken our lives. But yeah. it's always kind of been back there people have always been trying to connect with other people so it was just cool to read that and i was like damn didn't like h.h holmes make fucking postings and personal ads yeah fucking h.h holmes yeah dude it's a fucking (laughs) so it's very similar to nowadays yeah like you know meeting somewhere public and fucking yeah don't trust people that you meet in the newspaper (laughs) yeah you know casual murder happens right uh so yeah 1700s personal ads um and as i was reading about that i found this one fun paragraph that I just want to read because I loved it so much. Mm -hmm. A woman named Helen Morrison posted one of the first personal ads in the year 1727 in the Manchester Weekly Journal. In several words, she professed her desire for a nice gentleman, but society had yet to warm up to such a practice. The message caught the attention of one man, the city mayor, who committed the lady to an asylum for one month. (laughs) It's fucked up, man. And here women are just at the fucking <laughs> foreground, forefront of fucking technological yeah, advance, and she's just fucking taking the fall for everybody else. Yeah. She walked, Helen walked, Helen so that we fucking could run. walked. She crawled. She crawled. <laughs> the uh, dirt. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so pour one out for Helen Morrison tonight, you guys. Uh, so yeah, the ads. Um, while there were, like, personal ads that were, like, trying to just find, like, friends and stuff, but uh, a lot of them were just horny. 
Damn. <laughs> horny on Maine. <laughs> wow. Being real, you're being real horny for someone who's in the bonk zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, like Helen's story, like, the ads were a bit taboo at first. Right. Um, they're not, they weren't very common for, like, a long fucking time, and they didn't really gain traction until the 1900s, even though people still, like, occasionally posted things um, just trying to, like, get some. So these personal ads, um, they got the name Lonely Hearts. They were Lonely Aww. Hearts ads. Yeah, because they were just, like, these, <laughs> I don't want to say these sad bastards. <laughs> right. <laughs> just looking for love. Right. But really, it's just, like, people that were, like, I'm fucking bummed out. And all I've ran through all my friends. I'm going to find new friends <laughs> to right. run through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I did find some screenshots of some of these great lonely heart ones um that we'll post on the instagram um like this one matrimony widow 44 southerner stranger own home west end would like the hearthstone of her heart swept and the cobwebs brushed away matrimony (laughs) isn't that like sweet but also weird her address um there's another one that's just as personal an old bachelor returning from the mines finds his old sweetheart married and an old acquaintance old acquaintances scattered desires lady acquaintance <laughs> poor dude object marriage, marriage. <laughs> yeah Aww, sad so family. yeah it was like um i'm pretty sure ads you had to pay by the word, which is why they're so fucking weird. Like, yeah. they're so, so, like, straight to the point, not full sentences. This is what I want. Here right. you go. Um, so, yeah, these would be posted in the newspapers, and they started to become more popular. And sometimes, even back in the day, people would get scammed because people were seeing, like, oh, these people are posting their full fucking addresses. Right. <laughs> um... I found some of these um, photos as well. I'll post this one too. Uh, there's a picture of the man with like a fucking mustache. Dude, that's a sick fucking stash, bro. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah, a dude, real good it's one. It's real fucking big. So he claims, it says, claims woman he wed is an adventurous <laughs> victim of matrimonial advertisement asked to have his marriage annulled deserted after four days so yeah this dude like responded to an ad and then like the lady took him for all he was worth and (laughs) damn (laughs) fucking split (laughs) yeah and that was does it say what year it was it does not but it looks old yeah does that help (laughs) yeah so, actually, something that I didn't even think of until I started looking at these older guys. So, there was this woman uh, named Belle Gunness, who there's, like, m- like hundreds of other, like, podcasts that you can listen to. So, I'll just do a little short blip. But in, like, uh, 1908, like, she fucking got caught for um, her, like, barn burned down. So, essentially, she, like, immigrated here from Norway and then, like, <clears throat> found a husband who had, like, already been married or something like that, so it was, like, easy gets, and oh, then, right, like, right, fucking, right. like, killed him and his other, like, children, and, like, 
fucking just took the insurance, oh, like, the life insurance money. So she, like, did, like, the whole H.A.'s Homes thing. Dang. Um, and so she, like, did that. And then she, like, used that money to buy a farm with, like, her remaining children. And then posted personal ads to get people to come from, like, different areas. And she wouldn't just do it, like, in her town. She'd, like, do it in, like, bigger cities. Um, and be like, you know, like, rich widow, like, bring all of your money, like, come oh to this place. God. And she would, like, have them, like, come with all of their savings. She would, like, take them to the bank to, like, cash any bonds, take the fucking money, and then, like, kill them. And Shit. put them in these hog pits. And then... Love a hog pit. Yeah. (laughs) So she... So, like, in 1908, her house burned down on this farm, which she thinks they... Like, police think that she did that for the money and also to, like, cover everything up because, like, things were starting to get, you know, heated. (laughs) And and so when the barn burned down, the police came to investigate, obviously, like, found all these, like, bodies in the hog pits. And it was like, what the fuck? So, Bell Gunnis, there you go. Shit, girl. Yeah. That's some risky business. Seriously. Get yourself a hog pit. Okay. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) If you want to know how to do it. Yeah. There you go. That's how you do it. Okay. Uh, So then in America in the 70s, there was uh, this publication called Singles News. And it was based off of an English publication that had like a similar thing going on. So it wasn't like original to America. Mm -hmm. We don't do that here. Right. (laughs) Um, So... The um, the objective of this singles news was um, for singles um, to get a mingle buddy. Ooh, single <laughs> little, and ready to mingle. snug bud. <laughs> so it was run by this lady named Marilyn Appleberg, which is super dope because ladies in the 70s, you Running know. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Super Important. Awesome. Working girl status. Yeah. Not like, not like, okay. <laughs> not like... Prostitutes like the Melanie Griffith movie yeah, yeah, yeah. called Working right, Girl. Right. Yeah. Same, same, but different. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this uh, singles news was like super popular, and a bunch of other publications popped up all over the country because people were fucking stoked about what was happening. Um, and these kind of publications were really taking off because uh, the birth control pill was a thing right before that. So now women were like, yeah, let's... I can get freaky, too. Yeah, let's fucking get fucked. Literally. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was just super popular, and um, people wanted to meet new people that weren't at their bar. They wanted to yeah. explore the shit. So, pina coladas. Yeah. <laughs> Penis coladas. <laughs> Penis coladas. <laughs> That's why I had to get the ultimate hits. Yeah. By Garth Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not that one, but his Pina Colada song. Right. Yeah. yeah two yeah. Pina Coladas. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> you guys weren't there for that part. <laughs> right. It's a different, different comment. It was, that was before. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so each issue of Singles News would feature two eligibles. Ooh. Uh, one man and one woman. And I do have a picture of that. It's meet Callie. <laughs> or Kaylee. I don't know. Kate. Callie? Callie. I think it's Callie. Could be Kaylee. Could be Kaylee. We don't spell it like that anymore. Yeah. Is what we're saying. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just like a giant print with a sad photo. Nobody smiles ever in the 70s. And then just like talks about what they look like and what they like. Um, So it featured one man and one woman in a write-up about them. Um, But then the publication also included like dating advice articles because our... 
what was her name again? Marilyn Appleberg. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a writer and she wanted to do that shit. So she, um, she busted out some dating advice and it was very, very of the time. Things like make sure you own a fondue pot for two. I honestly, I fucking love fondue. Like, I would go to a fondue pl- Like, if, if I walked, okay, if I walked into a man's home and he was like, He yeah. had a full-ass mustache. He had a full-ass mustache, like, big. Like, mm-hmm. then, I mean, honestly, could fucking put Burt Reynolds on the Oh, oh Let's dude. be honest. That's a good mustache. If Burt Reynolds was there with a fondue pot. Oh, fuck. It'd be over. No one would say no to that. Dude, absolutely not. I'd be like, okay, is the next step marriage? Like, what are we yeah. doing here? Like, we don't even need to eat the yeah. cheese when do or I move chocolate it? or whatever. It's just like, okay, this what is it. What if it was it. cheese and then there was also a chocolate? I think that would be great. That would be even better. That'd be really, really good. Yeah, I'd agree to children at that point. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you could probably talk me into anything. Yeah. Including selling all of my bonds at the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Killing me. Yeah. Putting me Fuck in the wrong bed. Burt yeah. Reynolds, I've absolutely. already peaked. I've peaked. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> um, so, one of the reasons I was excited to talk about newspaper ads was specifically for the fantastic film, Desperately Seeking Susan, starring... Um, Madonna, uh, if yeah. you didn't know, and <laughs> Ros- Rosanna Arquette. Um, that movie fucking gave me life when I was, like, 16. And I thought it was so cool, and they dressed so cool. Yeah, they literally had the best. I mean, people are starting to emulate their fashion. Like, 80s fashion is coming back, which is something that I've been, obviously, as you can tell, yeah. my wardrobe waiting to happen yeah, for a very yeah. long time. Never left it <laughs> full circle. Yeah. But yeah, it was um, Madonna's first feature film, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and it's about these two ladies. If you haven't seen the movie, you really should, because it's a feel-good movie, I mm-hmm. think. I felt good after watching it. Anyways, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Rosanna Arquette is like housewife, and she's like kind of bored with her life, and Madonna is like this um, lady who's just like, she's free-flowing. She's Madonna. Yeah, she's Madonna in the movie. <laughs> Um, and also in real life. Yeah. So they correspond to each other using newspaper personal ads and Rosanna will be like desperately seeking Susan, who is Madonna. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then they'll like meet up and pal around and there's a bunch of like boy drama too, but Obviously. really like you need. Yeah. The point of the story is they corresponded their newspaper ads. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> um, which is just like a little time capsule of that time yeah yeah so that's that's newspaper ads um there's not really a lot of them today but i think there's still you could still do that if you wanted i think i found a recent article that was like this lady that was written this year mm-hmm. like in january it was like i met my husband through a newspaper ad. And I was like, dope, this is what I'm here for. People are still doing this. But she fucking met him in 1995. Like, I'm unimpressed. Oh, why'd you have to fucking wait to tell us about it? Yeah. Jesus, We Cheryl. get it. We get it. Calm down. Yeah. Yeah, the world used to be a whole lot cooler than it is now. <laughs> Jeez, you didn't have to brag so fucking hard. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, the newspaper situation kind of turned into... Craigslist. Craigslist is, like, the perfect example of it. And it, I don't think it, it really wasn't originally. Um, so, of course, Craigslist was introduced in 1995. 
Um, but what it started as was this guy, Craig Newman, who's, like, honestly, like, the sweetest, most wholesome I know, he just, like, guy. stumbled into this thing, and he's just yeah, like, oh, God! like, I want to, like, help people do stuff! I want to help people help other people! Like, he's literally, like, so wholesome and so great. Yeah. Um, Even his picture, he's just like... Yeah, he's just that guy. Like, uh, I yeah. bet he says, you betcha! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just wanted to help everybody out. Like, he's... Uh, and he probably isn't... I'm sound like a fucking idiot all the time so it probably doesn't sound like me yeah he's probably just like a yeah dude. just a very nice guy um but so craig wanted to organize like a list like with the burgeoning internet like coming in and and email being uh more of a thing as it started to be more accessible to everyone he was living in the bay area and he was like oh like i want to you know start a list of like different events going on like arts and tech events going on in the specifically for software and internet which yeah. is really fun to think about yeah. what it is now <laughs> yeah exactly he's like oh i'm gonna you know i'm gonna send this email to like 10 of my friends that like like cool stuff because i like cool he's like honestly he's like the guy that like makes everybody playlists of like that oh, yeah. best fucking like shit and then it's just like here you go yeah, you can have it I yeah this. like he's so great <laughs> Um, so, of course, once people started getting that email, they, like, got super excited, and they are like, oh my god, like, these are fucking great, like, can I email you and tell you about things that I'm doing? And he's like, yeah, sure, and, like, add people onto the email list, add different postings on the email list, and eventually, it was so big that he was like, oh, I have to move to a web-based yeah. system. Um, so and it looks started- the exact same today. It literally, <laughs> yeah, no, it looks the exact same. And, of course, when he was asked about that, he was like... Well, it's just, like, people, like, you could tell, he literally said in his fucking thing, he was like, um, I don't do fancy, so I'm incredibly surprised at, like, how the simplicity can be chalked up to that, um, so in reality, it's super straightforward, and unchanging design is one of the appealing factors of the site in and of itself. Which is true, man. Seriously, it's like, it hasn't changed, other than, like, I think a couple of things, like, um, different social media add-ons to, like, yeah. respond to postings and things like that. It is like modernized. That. Yeah. But it's still, it looks the same, and he's just like, I can't do fancy. And he was also like, you know, if a hundred people complain that, you know, it's not streamlined or upgrade, but here's the thing is, it is very streamlined. It just it really doesn't is. look... There's no it doesn't have whistles. bezeled edges, you know? Yeah. It doesn't have, like, soft, like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. You know, that thing that people are going for. But honestly, it looks very simple, and it does what it's supposed to, and it's fucking great. Yeah. So if you haven't been on Craigslist, what it's supposed to do is um, let you see, like, events that are happening. Mm-hmm. You can also find jobs. Mm-hmm. You can post that you have job openings. Yeah. Um, you can sell your shit, you can sell antiques, you can sell, like, car shit, and it's all broken down, um, similar to, like, what you'd see in a newspaper. Like, it's, very, this very is what's similar. going on. Yeah. And they also had the personal side of things, um, where there were people that would post, like, um, the missed connections, mm-hmm. um, which is still available to this day. I think it's the only one that It's is. the only one. Yeah. So, missed connections, the idea behind it is, you know, you're at that gas station and you see that cool dude who picked up your hat and you want to talk to him some more, but you didn't get his info. So you post and miss connections 
hunky dude at gas station. Right. It's like sim- it's similar to the plot of the movie Ghost World, if anybody has seen that. I haven't. Oh my god, you should watch Ghost World. It's so good. Okay. Yeah. That's my dog. Just ignore him. Everything's fine. Everything is totally fine. It's a squirrel or something. Um, but yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. the shit out of me. <laughs> Who is that? Is it's that neighbor. The, oh, it's your neighbor. Okay. Holy shit. <gasps> it vibrates your whole house. <laughs> Dude, yeah. So, sometimes he does this at 5.30 in the fucking morning. Oh, fuck And I guy. wake up <laughs> just like that. Like, <gasps> yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm yeah. going to make a loud noise when he drives away so well, you can see it. Well, it's just going to fade away. Well, I meant if you wanted to edit this out. Right, but if you look at the, if we don't talk, you can still see how big it is. That's how much noise he's yeah. making. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he fucking drives away. Oh my god. Is he gonna drive away? Is he just gonna sit there? He usually sits there for like two or three minutes and then he leaves. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Can you fucking leave? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. At 5.30 in the fucking morning. The first night it happened, I was like... I woke up just like that, like my fucking heart just like, what yeah. the fuck is happening? The, <laughs> the dog is, is like, what the fuck? And the cat's all, Noah slept right through it. Yeah. Um, just, what the fuck? Is this like a recent development? Yeah, he just bought his motorcycle. Oh, okay. Like a month ago. Oh, fuck. What a fucking but I'm asshole. Like, Dude, it's cold outside. <laughs> what are you doing? Also, why? Yeah, just why? Started on the fucking street, dude. If it does become a habit, which I, I'm sure it'll taper off soon, because it's right. getting colder. Yeah, you can't ride your fucking motorcycle in the snow, batch. Yeah, but I, mean, I, you can, but I am, like, not, like, friends, friends, but I'm friends with his wife. Yeah. Um, so he'll be, like, so be like, hey, could you ask your husband to, like, start his motorcycle, like, not right outside of her bedroom? Because it's loud. And she's super nice. She's like, oh, my God, he didn't even think about it, which I'm sure he doesn't. They don't know where right. her bedroom is, you yeah. know? Yeah. I get it, but it's like, holy fuck, dude. Yeah, Jesus Christ, my guy. I don't remember what we were talking about. Ghost World. I, but I mean, like, in oh, reference to the um, misconnections. Uh, misconnections, okay. yeah. It's like he went that way and then that way. Yeah, it's a great Steve Buscemi movie. Sorry. Oh, it's, a <laughs> it's a great Steve Buscemi movie. You should definitely check it out. Cool. I if you love like Steve Desperately Buscemi. Seeking Susan, you'll well, like and Ghost I World. love Steve Buscemi. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so the misconnections. Yeah. Um, and then we should touch on the Desperately Seekings of Craigslist. Oh, Which yeah. are no longer, they're no longer there. Um, <clears throat> but there was like... Men seeking men, men seeking women, women seeking women, like all different combinations of everything. Um, there was also a strictly platonic. Yeah. Um, and it was basically the Lonely Hearts thing, only more depraved. 
Um, People would post, like, fucking lewd, lewd shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's actually, um, back in the day, uh, Craigslist actually advertised, quote-unquote, adult or erotic services. Yeah. Um, So it wasn't until 2010 um, that that was actually closed entirely. Um, And essentially it was because with all the SESTA-FOSTA stuff, like, people were saying that it promoted prostitution, which, I mean, like... <laughs> you know, like who's to, who's to say? Who's yeah. to say? But it was a safe way for people, or a relatively safe way for people, to advertise what they were doing, yeah, and control their own lives. And then they took that away because we're not going to get into it. We already did. <laughs> we already did. Porn in you. Yeah, you can you can check that out <laughs> on one. episode one, season one, all those things. Um, but in two thousand two, they actually had to put a disclaimer. Um, or they put a disclaimer on the men seeking men in casual encounters and erotic services uh, and the Rants and Raves board to ensure that those who clicked on those sections were over the age of 18, but no disclaimer was put on the men seeking women or women seeking men or women seeking women boards. Uh, Yeah, as a response to this, uh, charges of discrimination and negative stereotyping, um, and the CEO at the time was Joe Buckmaster, who... Um, Craig Buttmaster? Buck. Buckmaster. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Buckmaster. Um, who Craig turned it over to. <clears throat> he explained that it's the company's possible, uh, policy to respond to user feedback requesting the warning on more sexually explicit sections, including men seeking men. Um, today, all of the above listed boards, as well as some others, have a disclaimer. Um, that's incorrect, though, because those boards no longer they no exist. Longer. They got taken down in 2018, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, officially in September of 2010, Craigslist closed the adult services section of its website in the United States. Um, however, it did still have um, the link for the adult services page with the word censored over top of that. And it was still actually available in other countries. Um, after the closure of its adult services section, there was an immediate spike to other sites, which offered similar services and postings, which was mainly Backpage, which right. was the whole spotlight of the sesta Fossa thing, which you can hear about more on our first series. Um, and those were, of course, the main target of the FOSTA laws that went into effect in 2018. Um, the main problem was that Craigslist was fully cooperative with the police. Even Craig of list fame <laughs> uh, received an award from the FBI for his work in helping the Bureau with fighting human trafficking. Um, so shortly after FOSTA was passed, Craigslist fully removed its personals pages for fear of civil suits as FOSTA connected the actions of everyone using the site to the site itself, stating that any tool or service can be misused. Uh, and that they couldn't take such a risk without jeopardizing all jeopardizing all of their other services. So, yeah, yeah. I did list some of the more famous controversies that came out of Craigslist. Yeah. Um, one of them being the soccer mom orgy. I've not heard of this one. Dude, and I'm really excited. So I got this information from Business Insider. Uh, so the soccer mom orgy happened in 2010, and it was a post titled "Looking for Lust." And it was written from the perspective of a married, quote, soccer mom. <laughs> um, and she was seeking strangers to engage in group sex. And the soccer mom wrote that she wanted to please as many as I can before I go to work. And listed her home address. Oh. But turns out that uh, that woman living at that address did not, in fact, write that post. Um, and most um, 
people were just like awkward and turned away like she was like what the fuck this isn't real and they left but one dude um he was an 18 year old oh no the woman was 18 he went to the wrong address and sexually assaulted an 18 year old woman at that address which is why i'm sure addresses and phone numbers are flagged yeah (laughs) yeah things like that um there's also been several reports of babies for sale um there was a new york man that listed his sons ages one and two years old for sale on craigslist the man claimed it was a joke but he was due in court the following month i honestly did not follow up on it because i was like I don't care. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and I can't stress this enough. Them kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, two years ago, a Vancouver couple created a post that said, a new baby girl, seven days old, healthy and very cute. Can't afford and unexpected. Looking for a good home. Please call as soon as possible. You know, just straight, honest. Yeah. Um, then there was another one from Oregon and... This one claimed that the babies were out of tweak. Math. Yes. <laughs> and that the baby was up for sale for $1,000. Hey, man, that's cheap. Yeah. That's a cheap baby. That's a cheap-ass baby. <laughs> um, let's see. Many people have uh, ended up getting robbed at, like, gunpoint and shit. Jesus. Again, don't post your address right. on the internet. <laughs> right. Um, this has happened in Oakland, Chicago, Akron, and Durham. But, yeah, the people... You know, like, someone will post, like, I'm getting rid of this TV, come pick it up. And then people will show up and, like, rob the shit out of them. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. And then, uh, there's obviously been a lot of drug deals, because how could there not be? Um, there was a sting operation in Brooklyn for, for a guy who was selling cocaine. And there's also been a large crackdown of selling of weed through the website, specifically in California, but that's probably not problem anymore yeah i wouldn't assume that it would be something that's super yeah and then we can't forget the fucking craigslist murder yeah we talked about this uh originally on um also season one (laughs) yeah season one check it out it's a good season yeah it really is yeah um but just in case you missed it or forgot um philip markoff Uh, he was a dude who posted an ad that he was looking for a masseuse and he ended up robbing two women and murdering Julissa Brisman. Yeah. So there's a movie about it that I have not watched. It's a lifetime movie. Oh, well, well, I'm not going to do it then. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. It's just like not my cup of tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could be doing other things. Yeah. Like anything else. Literally um, anything. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's Craigslist. The digital newspaper yeah it's uh it's definitely like it's so crazy because like it started out as like much more of a social thing in terms of just like his own friends and then kind of like blossomed into like social for everyone so even though it's not like quote unquote social media as you would like expect it or see it today like it's definitely like a stepping stone of like look at where the fucking internet came from yeah like look at your fucking like going from like an email to like a listserv and like all this like yeah so it's really incredible like how far we've come to like we used to to talk to so many more strangers than we do now (laughs) oh yeah i mean well i feel like I feel like we talk to the same amount of strangers, but it's like, now we can see their face, so it doesn't feel like they're strangers, but you can't always, always, yeah, yeah. you can get catfish the shit out of, dude, like, it's scary, it's a fucking scary place out there. Um, Moving on to the next 
form of forum. Oh. <laughs> um, so I want to talk for a little bit about Something Awful, which is a website that was created in 1990 by uh, a man named Richard Kianka. 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 Dope. <laughs> Something. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> if I mispronounced your name, I'm so sorry because I think that you're very cool. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to listen to this ever, so I'll just shut up. And Anyways, uh, he goes by the name Lotex on um, other social media. I believe Twitter is one of the big ones. Um, so it's still, it's one of the oldest still functioning sites of its kind, especially from that era, um, and is even regarded as the inspiration for 4chan's Christopher Poole, also known as Mute. Mute? Sorry, Mute. not Mute. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, so Something Awful, also known as SA, um, is known as, like, the original meme factory, generating such classics as All Your Base Are Belong to Us. Um, although the site and its creators and monitors are pretty strictly anti-meme, offering that... How can that... you be anti-meme, though? Well, so they said that it was, like, the death of intelligent thought. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, so it was, like, their whole reasoning behind it was, like, you know, if you come up with, like, a funny joke, then that's, like, fine. But if it's, like, you know, if it starts to be, like, a fucking copy pasta or whatever, yeah. like, starts to become a meme... They would, like, fucking, like, post-ban people or post-block people and stuff like that. Because they're just like, shut the fuck up with that shit. Like, we don't want that fucking... We don't want that meme shit here. <laughs> um, however, like, when stuff started to be generated, then they would go to the site, you're the man now, dog. Do you remember that? I don't. Oh, fuck. Okay. I so don't remember like, that one at all. It was just, like, um, kind of, like, where the memes went. Like, if they were generated on something awful, they would go to, like, you're the man now, dog. And, like, there was, like, a lot of original... Um, content posted there, like, different, like, Photoshop battle stuff, uh, animations, GIFs, things like that. Um, so that's where that would go instead of, like, being on something awful. Um, also, it was, like, before Reddit, like, this was, like, where you would go for, like, Photoshop battles. Like, all of the cool shit, like, happened, including the origination of Slenderman. Oh, shit! Yeah, so something awful started, I think it was, like, 2008, there was a Photoshop battle to, like, who can make, like, the creepiest image, um, and there was a guy that, like, photoshopped, like, a big, tall, fucking skinny guy with no face in the background of, like, a bunch of children and, was, right. like, said that, like, photo was found in the archives, like, children still missing or some shit. And it was, like, really cool. And then right. that spawned into, like, <clears throat> an editing of, like, an old wood carving print. And... Um, from there, like, it just kept going, kept going, like, spread to all reaches of the internet. It's getting popular again now, which is weird to see, because it's been, like, ten years. Yeah. Um, and then... Well, there was, like, a movie. Yeah, there was a movie, <laughs> there was, like, a YouTube series, and that was, like, back in the day when, like, it first started happening, like, the Hudson Hornet stuff. Um, and then there was, like, a whole crime about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, the two little girls Shit. in Wisconsin that tried to, like, murder their friend. Like, at, that started God, yeah. on something awful, which sounds really shitty. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was a really cool site. Um. I never frequented it. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I've gone there a couple of times for things, but, like, I was definitely much more of, like, a 4chan kid. Yeah. Um. I definitely had friends, so I knew of it, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, so essentially, it was a, a place for weird people to gather with other weird people to share weird things. Um, in fact, a lot of the... I got most of this from kind of like the oral history of Something Awful, which is an article on Vice. Um, and 
they were talking about how most of the, like, the creators, like, the content creators, the people that posted and, like, were the funniest and, like, got the most reaction kind of moved to Twitter. And so that's, like, weird Twitter now is, like, all of those guys, you know? They're still doing their thing. Um, So it started out essentially as a comedy blog for Rich, like, by himself. Like, he was just, like, writing every day and just, like, making this content. And he made it content that he thought was funny and he didn't really give a fuck about anybody else or what they were doing. Um, And then slowly people were like, oh, like, I'm also into your weird fucking comedy (laughs) shit. So, like, they started, like, joining and, like, making their own posts, and then if they liked what you posted, that you may maybe get hired as a writer, and you would, like, write for, like, the front page, or, like, things like that. Like, he was talking about, um, like, anime pillows. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. Like, <laughs> there's a community of, like, you know, you know, back in the day, before this existed, like, you could be like, I want to fuck anime pillows, like, but you could you can't say that to people, and then the internet came, and then you could go out, like, to, like, a, you know, a community and be like, I would like to fuck anime pillows, please. <laughs> and then everybody else would be like, me too. I would this also like I to fuck it. my anime pillow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like, it just gave people like a weird fucking place to say fucking weird shit. And it, you know, kind of mutated into uh, a bunch of different things. Um, but there was a paywall introduced around 2002. Boo. But it was just a one time. And it was people that were, like, so apparently people would, like, get banned for something and then continuously create new accounts and new accounts and just contribute, like, junk to the community. So they were like, yeah, like, fuck you. Like, if you want, if you want to fucking irritate everybody, then give me fucking $10 and then you can <laughs> Like, that was, like, the whole reasoning. Um, so from Know Your Meme, which I feel like is actually a very quality resource for I anybody. I love Know Your Weem. It, it's so... Know Your Weem? Know Your Weem. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in July of 2003, Something Awful was unexpectedly blocked by the Spam Prevention Early Warning System, also known as SPUS. SPUS. <laughs> um, allegedly due to a spammer sharing the same subnet for Something Awful, uh, SPUS initially refused to unblock the site upon appeal because, or despite there being no connection between Something Awful and the alleged spam, um, which cut off the site's ability to reach, like, pretty much all of its users. Um, Kianka and the admins encouraged users to vocalize their support of the site, uh, and then this backfired and ended with, like, a wave of trolling off-topic posting on Spew's website, ironically perpetuating the spam that social, (laughs) or that, uh, something awful was trying to distance itself from. Um, and then there was also, like, threats of mass DDoS attacks on Spew's, uh, so something awful was eventually delisted and then returned to normal. Typical internet. Right. But, I mean, when it comes down to it, like, this was something that was pretty much, like, the birthplace of meme culture as we know it today. Like, some of the things that, like, people know now and say now are because of something that originated off something awful. So right. it's, like, the grandfather of internet meme culture. Right. Um, which is super cool. There's a really incredible article on vice.com, um, called fuck you and die an oral history of something awful. Um, (laughs) so if you are interested in learning a little bit more and kind of like getting deep into that sweet meme history, Mm -hmm. I would definitely check it out. Cause like, it's cool to like, see what these guys knew about stuff. Yeah. Cool. Moving on. Um, we did talk about how 4chan was pretty much inspired from something awful uh, and I feel like especially with how things are today in so many different aspects, 4chan is important to talk about. Oh, yeah. 
Um, we can never escape more chance. I don't, I think it's like, it's literally, it's been called the final boss of the internet, and we'll talk about that a little bit, but, um, so it's hard to think about internet forums or even the internet that we know today, especially in regards to memes, inside jokes, and culture without thinking about 4chan, at least for me. Um, I discovered the site in about 2010. I started logging on just in time to witness the whole Jesse Slaughter thing. Oh, yeah. Um, 4chan is what some may call the cradle of life for the way that modern internet culture exists, and it's directly backward of almost any other form of social media. Uh, it's a veritable lawless wasteland with little to no <laughs> rules or doctrine where no one knows how often or by who the site is moderated. Yeah. Um, Shit gets wild. Like, real, real wild. <laughs> and all the users are, except on very specific occasions, like, I'm going to say it because that's what they're called in regards to that, but they call them name fags, which are people that list yep. a screen name. It's usually mods that do that, yeah. um, if they are moderators, they could just be lying about mod being Otherwise, moderators. they're all anon. Yeah, dude, it's all, all anonymous, which we'll get into in a bit here. Yeah. Um, digging into it now, I think we could honestly do an entire series about 4chan, just because its existence has stemmed so much from, like, cyber scandals to hoaxes, pranks, cyberbullying... Um, massive government hacks. Dude, like, anything <laughs> like, that has happened on the internet. <laughs> you could probably trace it back to fucking 4chan. Yeah. Um, and it's also the base layer for almost every meme that we see on the internet today. I mean, a lot of it, obviously, like, migrated from something awful, but it's like, when 4chan came about, and then slowly after that, Reddit came about, uh, something awful users kind of, like, bleeded off onto there because there was no fucking rules. Right. Um, Reddit has rules, but 4chan yeah. definitely does fucking not. I mean, it's, they say that they do, but right. they don't. Have you ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, 4chan itself is a fully anonymous image posting board launched in 2003 by Christopher Poole, like I said, also known as Moot or Moodles. <laughs> uh, on the site, users can start threads for a multitude of subjects listed on any one of its 63 different category-based boards. Uh, the posts are listed counter-chronologically, and you can comment directly to the OP or original poster, uh, or directly to any of the other users in the thread. Um, so when I say counter-chronologically, essentially what happens is, like, you will create a post, and then it will drop almost instantly, in some cases, to the bottom of the pile. So it's, like, pretty hard to find things. Also, everything's refreshed. Like, there is no single thread, at least, even if it's a popular one that stays online for more than two or three days. Right. Because it just instantly, like, refreshes. I mean, I guess it's a good way to cut down on storage oh, costs, yeah. but... Um, also, it makes anything that happens on the site pretty fucking hard to track. <laughs> right. Um, because of the vastness of its underground influence, I have decided personally to focus just on a couple of things that I personally experienced during my time as a 4chan user, uh, things that I found important, and relate a small of, uh, amount of information about the site itself. Um, so let's talk about fucking anonymous for a second, yeah. because this is something that pissed me the fuck, especially <laughs> as like an old, you know person that uses the site <laughs> um and has been on there for a while i got so fucking pissed off when people started using that goddamn fucking v for vendetta mask like oh my god i felt personally I, I was so mad um so prior to the release of the v for vendetta uh anonymous was represented by a green faceless man in a suit with the words no image available over the face um as a group quote-unquote anonymous or the collective users of 4chan usually uh 
it's annotated as slash B slash, like forward slash B forward slash, or poll, which is forward slash POL forward slash, um, are responsible for some of the most well-organized collective action on the internet, and not all of it for good. Um, in the early days, though, Anonymous did a pretty good job of taking out the trash. Um, in 2007, they were responsible for aiding in the arrest of Chris Forkin, who was a Canadian child predator. Um, in 2008, an interview of Tom Cruise produced by the Church of Scientology was leaked to the internet, and the church issued a copyright claim. The video was taken down, and Anonymous launched a war <laughs> against the Church of Scientology, asserting that this was a form of internet censorship. Um, Project Chanology, as it was called, and they all have, like, project code names. Oh, it's yeah. fucking funny. Um, consisted of everything from DDoS attacks to in-person protests against the Church of Scientology, from which the new identity of the guy Fox Mask was born, as many of the Anonymous supporters and protesters sported the mask to public protests. Um, due to the collective action brought on by Anonymous for over a decade now, the group of users has often been referred to as the final boss of the internet in a nod to the video game culture inherent on the site and on the internet in general. Um, in 2011, a group of six identified hackers, and I don't say that they're identified because I think only one guy was really caught. Um, yeah. I just mean that they said that there was six of them, uh, formed a group called LulzSec. Um, or for the lulls security, in which they executed multiple attacks against different groups, including the well-known hack against Sony accounts in 2011. Um, many of these different attacks were done in conjunction with quote-unquote anonymous, uh, including many collective DDoS attacks. And I remember, so I used to go on R9K a lot, and in 2011, I remember the raid that took Sony down. Um, and I was in an IRC chat with those guys. Oh, dope. Yeah. I mean, like, it was, like, whatever, but, like, they were telling people that, um, if they DDoS Sony, like, here's how you do a DDoS attack, and if you do that, then we're going into, like, the mainframe, like, the architecture of the site, and we're gonna change the prices on everything so that, um, everything reads as zero so you guys can all get free PlayStations, like, as many as you want until they sell out of their inventory. What they were actually doing was targeting yeah. the Sony <laughs> network so that they could steal everybody's credit card information. Um, and I mean, I, like, didn't participate, but, like, I knew about what was going on and, like, I was there to see that. Um, and they're pretty, that was pretty fucking ingenious, <laughs> like, um, and so what lull sex stands for is essentially they were like doing it for the lulls like that was the reason that they were doing it it wasn't necessarily to garner any like real money or anything right. like that they were just doing it because it was fucking funny to fuck shit up um moving on we have the rules of the internet oh yeah which is like super important especially if you're like an internet user now um and you can kind of, like, see how it's kind of, like, the culture is, like, bled through and there's still stuff that's, like, around. And, um, anyways, in 2007, uh, 50 rules of the internet were posted on 4chan, which was later archived on Encyclopedia Dramatica, which is essentially an archive wiki for most, if not all, of the things that are 4chan related. Um, you can find old posts and it just kind of pokes fun at, uh, like, news, like, breaking news stuff. Um... I think Two Girls, One Cup, mm. like, started out on Encyclopedia Dramatica. God. Like, they're just, like, it's kind of a cesspool, but, Never you know. again. <laughs> um, most notable of the rules are one and two, which state that you do not talk about B. 
Um, and then rule 34, which is if it exists, there's porn of it. Uh, the rules currently posted to Encyclopedia Dramatica are as follows. One and two, don't talk about B. Three, we are anonymous. Four, anonymous is legion. Five, anonymous never forgets. Six, anonymous can be a horrible, senseless, uncaring monster. Seven, anonymous is still able to deliver. Eight, there are no real rules about posting. Nine, there are no real rules about moderation either. Enjoy your ban. <laughs> Ten, if you, if you enjoy any rival sites, don't. <laughs> Eleven, all your careful picked, carefully picked arguments can easily be ignored. Twelve, anything you say can and will be used against you. Thirteen, anything you say can be turned into something else. Fixed. <laughs> Fourteen, don't argue with trolls. It means that they win. Fifteen, the harder you try, the harder you will fail. 16. If you fail in epic proportions, it may just become a winning failure. 17. Every win fails eventually. 18. Everything that can be labeled can be hated. 19. The more you hate it, the stronger it gets. 20. Nothing is to be taken seriously. 21. Original content is original only for a few seconds before getting old. 22. Copy pasta is made to ruin every last bit of originality. <laughs> 23. Copy pasta is made to ruin every last bit of originality. 24. Every repost is always a repost of a repost. 25. Relation to the original topic decreases with every single post. 26. Any topic can be easily turned into something totally unrelated. 27. Always question a person's sexual preferences without any real reason. <laughs> 28. Always question a person's gender, just in case it's really a man. 29. In the internet, all girls are men, and all kids are undercover FBI agents. <laughs> 30. There are no girls on the internet. 31. Tits or GTFO? The choice is yours. 32. You must have pictures to prove your statements. 33. Lurk more. It's never enough. 34. There is porn of it. No exceptions. 35. If no porn is found at the moment, it will be made. <laughs> 36. There will always be even more fucked up shit than what you just saw. Mm. <laughs> 37. You cannot divide by zero just because the calculator says so. 38. No real limits of any kind apply here. Not even the sky. 39. Caps lock is cruise control for cool. 40. Even with cruise control, you still have to steer. <laughs> 41. Desu is not funny. Seriously, guys, it's worse than Chuck Norris jokes. 42. Nothing is sacred. 43. The more beautiful and pure a thing is, the more satisfying it is to corrupt it. 44. Every one, or even one positive comment about Japanese things can make you a weeaboo. 45. When one sees a lion, one must get into the car. 46. There is always furry porn of it. 47. <laughs> the pool is always closed. Um, so, of course, those are, those are your standard... Rules of the internet. Yeah. And when you, if you spend any amount of time on any of, like, the OG sites, like, all of them pretty much apply, like, across the board. And I remember my mom talking about it, and, like, she knows the rules of the internet. And they're not all the same as the ones that were posted to 4chan, but it's, like, a collective of rules that have been originated since these guys were, like, back in the Usenets, you know? Right. Um... Are you... Should we... Getting kind chat of about long. Reddit. Yeah. Do you want to just skip 
the like board postings because I feel like that like pretty much sums up yeah 4chan I'm just like really I'm like holy fuck that's a lot of information yeah we so. can just wrap it up with reddit okay I think that'll be good cool so moving on to reddit which I kind of think of as like 4chan's big brother <laughs> yeah it's like you know looking at Canada versus America it's like yeah. we both came from England but like 4chan is America and that they're rebellious and shitty and Canada yeah. is like doing its best <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to do it so reddit um it's another website that's low tech and it's weird looking like it it's not visually appealing no not um, at all. and I think when you first start using it uh it can be kind of confusing because it's all just piled up there on the front page, yeah. which has been deemed the front page of the internet. Um, Questionable. That, yeah. That's just me. <laughs> but it is the number seven popular website. Jesus, what are the other ones? I didn't care to look. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like Google and Walmart.com or something. Yeah, I would not be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, number seven, which is... Pretty yeah. fucking impressive. Uh, so, yeah. Um, there's uh, a lot of text posts. You can post images. You can post links. Uh, you can post whatever. And it all comes down to this. If you create an account and log in, you can upvote or downvote these um, posts. And the most upvoted ones go to the top. And the least ones go to the bottom. And they all, all the popular ones make it to the front page in sort of a ranked style. And if you log in, you can change the way that that looks. Um, I have, like, three different Reddit accounts, and I don't log in very often. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a lurker, for sure. I'm definitely a lurky McLurkster, Yeah. So, uh, these posts get posted onto subreddits, which are essentially just, like, forums on the topic. Mm -hmm. Um, There's things like politics, science, world news, um, but there's also things like butt sharpies, shitty life pro tips, and ask Reddit. And my favorite, watch people die inside. Watch people die inside is good. Oh, I fucking um, love it so much. What was the, you had one job, I don't think it's called you had one job, but it's like, uh, fucking finish putting up the railing, boss, and they're like, it's in like the middle of the stairs, like blocking the oh, stairs, yeah, yeah. like shit like that. I can't remember what it's called. Um, and then two X chromosomes. Is oh yeah. yeah, that one is pretty good. So, pretty much, you can find a subreddit community for almost everything that you want to find a community for. Um, Not that I go out looking for a whole bunch, but I have yet to not find a subreddit for a thing that I'm looking for. Right, yeah. And there are two sides of Reddit. There's the super nice and really beautiful side, and this is where people are really encouraging and they're uplifting like, people will post, um, like, their transformations, yeah. like, I lost 200 pounds, or, yeah. you know, like... I got to transition. Yeah. Like, and, really wonderful And people. it's beautiful, and you can see it. And, and kitten and, pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And people are, in the comments, are super nice, and they're like, you look great, love it, keep it up, yeah. don't give up, like, all Alpha, the stuff. Sweet. And it's super awesome, and I love it. Yeah. Um, and that one subreddit random acts of pizza yeah like if you're really hard up someone will send you a fucking pizza and it's super great and there's this warm little community yeah um but there's also like this terrible downside of of reddit um and it's where people are trolls and they're super cruel and there's terrible people 
and they hang out on terrible subreddits like Red Pill. Yeah, and the misogynist board and like talking about like all the different ways that they want to kill women. Right. And well, like, that has been banned. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. yeah. It's gone now. But, but things were bad. They're still bad, but things were worse um, for a while. But a lot of these users have been targeted um, for their posts, you know, been doxxed and blackmailed. Um, like there was a guy who had like a bunch of game codes and he was just being a bro and he wanted to share these fucking game codes with people in like the gaming subreddit and he just wanted to do some trades. Like he didn't even want money. He was just like, yeah, just trade me a game. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. And a group of shitheads got his personal information and blackmailed him for the codes and he received 138 threatening phone calls at his home and his job and was subsequently fired because it was all within the same day. Jesus What Christ. the fuck, you guys? Reddit um, was That's also... the job, though. Yeah. Um, Reddit was also um, a big part of leaking celebrity nudes. Yeah. When that all happened. 4chan was big on that one, too. And they, they did it so that they could try and get these sites taken down, which is so... It's... Their whole fucking thing was It was up. backwards logic, and it was stupid. Yeah. I didn't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> um, they've also been part of leaking other sensitive documents and uh, things like that. Yeah. Um, Reddit has also... Um, Reddit has a big true crime fan sub base. Yeah. Not surprising. Um, Absolutely. There's a lot of armchair detectives that hang out on there and it's fun, but sometimes it causes problems. Like during the Boston Marathon bombing, when a bunch of users wrongly identified people as suspects and it turned into this whole fucking witch hunt and like people's lives were fucked with because a group of people were targeting them as the bomber and then that caught traction right and it turned into like a fucking mess these people had nothing to do with it and yeah it was just i remember watching it because it was happening live um and it was on the front page of reddit yeah and like there were several people that were posting like every five minutes an update so i remember watching it like holy shit this is fucking crazy um and I remember them honing in on, I think it could be this person. Right. Just, like, watching that spiral out of control and then watching it on, like, the news news. news. Like, the news like news holy news. fuck. Yeah. And this is, I mean, I think that's something that I hope that we accomplish in, in talking about, like, this series in general is, like, the internet has become very... Uh, interesting as a place i mean even like something awful like the founders like i guess um like the creators like the fucking theme for or the slogan for something awful was like the internet's a terrible fucking place or some shit like it's not that's not an exact quote but it's like pretty much the same thing and it's like i mean there's really amazing beautiful wonderful parts about the internet but there's some things about the internet that are fucking crazy yeah and like it affects real fucking life like, yeah it really does I feel like we were given kind of this false sense of security, especially when we were younger. Um, and I remember before there was, like, cyberbullying laws and things like that, that I oh, had yeah. to, like, deal with, like, people being fucking shitty on the internet. And it's, like, it gives you this false sense of security. I remember when I was younger, I used to go play RuneScape at the library, and there was a printed-out poster of a dog. 
um, on a computer, and it's, like, on the internet, no one knows you're a dog. Yeah, I remember you know? that. Yep. Yeah, so it's, like, it gave you this false sense of security about, like, oh, well, the what happens on the internet doesn't happen in my real life, and so, like, it's completely separate, right. and, like, totally this is different a virtual persona. Word, you know, yeah. world, and, like, I can be whoever I want on the internet, which you can, you definitely can, but the problem is nowadays, like, that affects you in your real life. Yep. If you fucking post pictures of you, I don't know, fucking, like, taking fucking bong rips off, like, a three-foot zong on your social media profile, like, people can search your name and they can find that, which is why it's super important to have, like, cybersecurity and, like, make sure that you're right. fucking checking yourself. But people can fucking find... Like, I mean, I, just for being part of a political group, was listed on a wiki for people um, targeted by white supremacists. Oh. Yeah. So, like, people have, like, my personal information. Luckily, it's not much of it because I do a really good job of cleaning up my shit on the internet. But it's, like, they have my fucking name and where I lived at the time. You know what I mean? Right. That's fucking scary. Like, Nazis yeah. have my fucking personal information. So. Fucking scary. Yeah. Man. Don't post your address <laughs> on the internet. Don't post your address on the internet. <laughs> Don't fucking do it. Uh. So, um, like we mentioned, Reddit has been trying to crack down on some of the shitty parts. And this year alone, they have banned um, around 2,000 subreddits, which is insane to think yeah, about. That's a lot, that's of, a fucking lot of fucking subreddits. Holy shit. Uh, but they've banned around 2,000 subreddits that were promoting, um, like, hatred of various groups and people. So Good. Fuck yeah, So Reddit. there's that. Hell yeah. Doing your best to clean up the community. Yeah. I mean... It's always going to be an uphill battle, unfortunately, but... And I really think that as things, like, progress with social media, I think that it's going to continue to get harder and harder to do. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, you know, that guy fucking putting a paywall on his site because he didn't want fucking shitbirds coming on. It's like, you right. know, people will create new accounts and they there are ways around getting your fucking IP blocked and things like that. So, like, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. A simple Google search. <laughs> right. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, fucking forums. The first part of social media. Virtual friendships. Virtual friendships. Friendship is magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, thank you guys so much for uh, sticking it out during our seasonal break. And uh, obviously we have so much more content coming to you. Obviously social media is a very big subject to cover. Um, so we're going to be coming at it from a lot of different angles and talking about a lot of different stuff. We're hoping that you're excited because we certainly are. Um, like Adrian said, we are going to be posting some of the pictures from um, this episode on our Instagram. Uh, you can follow us at Bite Size Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter for updates about when we're posting episodes. Um, also, if you'd like to comment or you have, you know, an experience from the early internet that you'd like to share with us, we love reading your comments. You can email us at bitesizedpodcast at gmail.com. That's B-Y-T-E-S-I-Z-E-D podcast at gmail.com. Uh, also, if you like what we do here and you'd like to support our content, you can also visit patreon.com slash podcast and support us there. We do have a bunch of different kinds of tiers and uh, different content available at those tiers. So if you'd like to support us, you can definitely do that. Thanks. Yeah. Thank oh my you. God, we didn't do our usual thing. Yeah. What have you been playing? I've been playing so much Animal Crossing. Yeah. 
<laughs> just like a fucking shit ton. I really leaned into it. Right. Because before, I would just play like I was cash. Like, cash. Cash. Yeah. Um, I don't know cash. what happened, but I think well, it was October. The Halloween update happened, and right. that's my shit. Yeah. So my fucking island all of a sudden was a five star, even though it doesn't look great. But I was like, it's <laughs> amazing. Um, so yeah, I was. It still looks like shit, and I'm not happy with it, but, you know. It's getting there. Just living that fucking Animal Crossing dream. Living that life. <laughs> just making so many pumpkin crafts and putting yeah, them yeah. everywhere. Absolutely. I fucking fully support it. Thanks. But, yeah, that's literally the only thing I've been playing. It's all right. The only thing... Well, that's not true. Okay, so I have been playing a fuck ton of Dead by Daylight, which I started playing on the console when it first, like, when it first started getting popular. Uh, but it was kind of trash, and, like, cute times were, like, fucking stupid, so I didn't play a whole lot I of it. I never played it on a console. Uh, yeah. It was fine. Like, I mean, in terms of gameplay, like, it was okay. There's some stuff that was broken then that I'm sure is still broken, and that's fine. Um, but, uh, no, I've been playing it on PC recently, and I, like, play with, like, a group of friends, and so we've been fucking crushing it. Uh, actually, that's not true. I don't think we've <laughs> survived a single <laughs> match. But the cool thing about Dead by Daylight is, like, I never get fucking tilted like I do with, like, Overwatch or CSGO, because the thing is, like, even if I don't escape, I can still make, like, you get so many fucking points for, like, oh, yeah. all of the other for shit sure. that you do. It's really great, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's super cool. I love the ranking system because, like, it's literally about what you contribute to the game and not whether or not you fucking win. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm always a survivor. I've never played as a killer. Yeah. I've played as a killer, like, quite a bit. I have this, uh, I play as the plague, and she's a fucking sick Babylonian high priestess. Oh, dope, dope. She fucking pukes on people. Shit. Yeah, dude. So I just, like, you can puke on one, like, people, like, your normal puke. And that like poisons them, and then like if they fucking wash their face off in these like water things, you can oh, drink fuck. the water, and then you have corrupted purge, oh, and then you puke blood on them, and it injures them. Like, oh shit! Like, legitimately I, is that a new up. killer? Yeah, it's a okay. DLC. Okay, because I haven't played against that. Yeah, I haven't oh, played yeah. against it either, which I don't understand because she's fucking sick as fuck. You do these sweet literally shots, sick, literally sick, <laughs> like vomiting. <laughs> I changed my name on Twitter to Puke Guy. I was wondering why. <laughs> yeah, I'm like on Twitter, like what the fuck is Puke Guy? What the fuck is that? Yeah, it's me, just bombing, bombing <laughs> it up. Uh, yeah. I yeah, there there's been a couple of times. I'm such a fucking dork when yeah. I go because I since John moved away, I haven't really played. Right. Um, Dead by Daylight with anyone. I've just yeah. been soloing. Um, so there's been a couple of times where I'm like, okay, I'm going to play as a killer. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And, and then I go and I'm like, I can't fucking do it. I can't fucking do it. It's so intimidating because like, you really don't think You're about the it. only like, one. Yeah, you're against four other fucking motherfuckers. They can't do anything to you. But no. like, they can kind of fuck you. Like They can. It, they do get irritating a little bit, the survivors. Right. But it's really cool because like, when you play as a killer, you like learn so much about how to be a better survivor by, like, watching other people, I bet. which is sick. Um, I watch people on Twitch as the killer, mm -hmm. so I can see what it looks like for them, and I'm like, I can yeah. totally do this, and then I yeah. get there, and I'm like, I can't The queue times are, like, a lot less, though, so if I'm not with a group of people, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be the killer because the queue times are less. However, I have been playing a survivor recently because, like, I'm trying to get really good at, like, pallet loops. Yeah. Like, fuck, and I'm, like, fucking running bitches, dude. You get so good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then I also started playing an indie game, which we will talk about later on uh, in the series. Yeah. Yeah, so that's super fun and exciting. That is fun and exciting. Yeah. Cool. So, once again, follow us on the social medias. It's going to be at Bite Size Podcast for Twitter and Instagram. 
Um, if you do want to reach out to us, bitesizedpodcast at gmail.com or, of course, any of our other social media. And definitely, if you like our content, um, just check out our Patreon and what we've got there. I think that it's, you know, especially right now, it's pretty affordable for people and you definitely help us out by contributing. Um, also want to shout out to our producers. We've got Beert, Justin J, and Daniel J, who have been our supporters throughout the last couple of series and we definitely thank you for your contribution um and thanks for listening to the show thanks oh and happy halloween oh and happy halloween